We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Coronavirus edition. <laughs> and the no Sadie barking edition. Oh, oh. Sadie's Sadie's in hospital. No. What yes. happened? She's very, very sick. Mm. You know, she's got diabetes. Yeah. And they don't live like human. They don't. They don't fare like humans do. So they live two years, and she's had it about three years. Hmm. So oh, that's sad. Yeah, her liver enzymes are really high. Her kidney function is bad. So hmm. fingers crossed. She's getting a lot of fluids, and she's drinking now. She wasn't able to keep anything down. Mm-hmm. So there's well, a slight possibility that she can turn around. I hope so. I definitely hope yeah. so. Um, because uh, our podcast uh, would not be what it is without uh, her trying to get in and out of the room and uh, mm-hmm. uh, running know. from the vacuum cleaner, barking at the garage door oh, opener. Oh, the memories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, if she does pass, we'll, we will we will do a special Sadie in memoriam edition, and we'll we'll cry. <laughs> Um, I, She's a good girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, coronavirus has hit my town. Uh, it, it, your town. My town. Yeah, we have not your state, but your town. My town. We have we have a uh, a, a coronavirus infected person uh, about three blocks away from me in quarantine. <laughs> Mm. And but they're not in hospital, so they're okay. Yeah, right in the. Did you say in hospital? Yeah, you know, like the English say. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> you know, like how we say we're going to Walmart's. Oh, I never say that. The well, who does the Walmart no, belong to? Country people say we're going to Walmart's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's so the that you know we got the the first. Uh, uh, person that uh, was afflicted with it uh, in Beddington here in Beddington, Vermont. That's where I live. Um, and uh, uh, the same exact day that that person, that the headline came out, mm-hmm. like I, I just came down with a head cold. Mm. <laughs> so I've been, uh, our, our, you know, our entire town is like, uh, you know, on high alert and our, the place where I work is uh, trying to, Think of like emergency precautions just in case we need to shut the office down or whatever. And mm-hmm. really, really, the rule is if you have any sort of sniffle, just don't come in. Work remotely. <laughs> so I've been working remotely from home, which, by the way, is next door to my work. So it's not like it's very <laughs> far away. <laughs> it's not too much of a of a treat. Yeah, if they really need something, they can just yell across the lawn. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, I've been I've been nervous, you know, because you know it, you're supposed to have it's it's cold symptoms, but I haven't had a fever. I, basically, they say it's a fever, it's a cough, it's a you know a never ending cough, and it's you know shortness of breath. And I don't have any of those. I just I'm stuffed up, my throat's sore. How did that person come down with it? Were they in contact with somebody who had been to China? Had they been to China? Like, what's the deal? There's actually I haven't seen any actual story about the person. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and unfortunately I've been super busy as well. So I, um, don't know how they got it. I'm not sure if there was more stories that have been released that I just haven't seen. Cause I have been very, yeah, that is freaky that, it's, <laughs> that it's right. Like just down the street from you. Cause there's yeah. not even a case in Alabama at all. Yeah. We oh, tested yeah. one person, 
uh, one person was negative, and we treated mm-hmm. it like a like a practice run. No, they're doing uh, drive up tests, which I was like, oh, drive up tests, okay. But um, then we found out that uh, you have to like go to your primary, get your primary to say to to you know basically ask you the questions of you know as if fever, mm-hmm. shortness of breath, coughing, yada yada. yada. Um, and then they you know if they rule that it's worth investigating, they send a note to the Department of Health. The Department of Health calls you up and gives you like a number, like a number at a time, and then you drive up to the hospital. And people mm-hmm. come out in hazmat suits and like do a swab <laughs> test on you from your car. <laughs> so I know. Uh, in some ways, I mean, like it's really sad that there are people that are get that that are getting very emotionally overtaken by this. Yeah. Like it's it, like they're really getting stressed out and upset. But then again, you got to take it seriously and you got to know, you've got to be aware, be educated and know, you know, have a plan and, oh, and God. everything. Yeah. So the, the day I got sick, I, I pretty much caught what, you know, what we usually call is the nerd flu, which is mm-hmm. just being in a highly concentrated area of people. And, uh, you know, Oh, cause you went to that beer thing. Yeah, that beer fest. I, I went to a brew fest and the, the venue was so small that, uh, it was just like I'm just a cramp, like elbow to elbow. I'm like, this is not the time that I want to be in this scenario. But I've paid for this event. There's a lot of free beer, <laughs> so I just kind of suck it up. And I just and, and luckily, like within like an hour or so, because um, I kept on getting like panicked. I kept on like going, okay, I I I cannot stand like turning and seeing somebody right there and and you know not being able to move because people yeah. are taking their time so i'd like just kind of like back right out of a crowd into an open area and just like stand there for a while and then like go back in you know to, to get a drink and oh yeah so yeah that's how i was in new york i was like <laughs> oh new york at christmas time is magical i hate these people go back to <laughs> go, michigan get go back to way. ohio people <sighs> get out of here <laughs> darn anyway so anyway we do want to apologize we've been gone away a week um and uh you know those who are catching up won't even notice but uh oh uh one of the big highlights though about that brew fest day and i also went to a karaoke that night uh was that i wore my new shirt did anybody recognize it should should we tell people what what shirts you got? What what shirt did you get, Steph? I have not seen a picture of you in the uh, shirt yet. By the way, okay, that, well, because I haven't got it yet because it did, oh. they don't have it on Amazon. Oh, and it's too much trouble to freaking order from anywhere else. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah, like I don't want to put my bill and information in and and my you know. So yeah, yeah. anyway, I, one of these days I will order myself one. The the Rory's going to yell. Sure, but I got you the uh, I had oatmeal. Ate yep. oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited that I have a, a shirt designed by Kirk, you know, so to speak. But whatever, uh, and just the simple, just a simple bebe a oatmeal, and it's with an exclamation mark. I didn't even re- recognize that, but when I saw it on the show, uh, but you know, it's on the shirt, so it's like bebe oatmeal, like it's like a revelation, you know, and. Dear God, like I wore that shirt all day long and I will tell you straight up, nobody got it. I will also tell you, people kept asking me. <laughs> the one one person who was like, okay, I got it, you know, and they thought it was something to do with some movie called Babette's Feast. 
And <gasps> oh, that's the play that Morgan's in. Oh, really? Yes. Well, I should uh, I should send you my shirt for you to wear uh, the night of her performance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this woman actually took me aside and told me the entire story of Babette's Feast. Of course, I was half in the bag, so I don't remember a word of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people just kept like you know, it was so funny. Just they would just stare at my shirt, and it's just like three words, and, <laughs> and it was as if like I had some sort of complicated pattern or 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 some yeah, sort of like, it's a really good design. Like it's simple, yeah, but yeah. And cool. I, I got a couple of who's Babette or should I get this you know, or something like that, but like. <laughs> No, like even when I said it's from Gilmore Girls, I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, I, I never watched that show. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, you know, a couple of people I explained it to, and I just kind of had a the, their faces just staring back at me blankly. <laughs> like, okay, so this guy named Kirk, <laughs> and he made shirts. There's about you know minor events in the town of Stars Hollow. Anyway, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So there we go. We had nearly 10 minutes of catch up for anybody who's missed us. And now we need to break down four episodes of um, Gilmore Girls season four. And by the way, towards mm-hmm. the end, I have some big news. <laughs> All right. I'll just tell it right now because it's really not that – I'm not going to let it like lead up to, to any, any sort of um, – just so you know, halfway through the fourth episode this week. Okay. We would be we are officially halfway through Gilmore Girls. Oh wow! Doesn't it seem like it's gone by so very quick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, because you know I was really dreading seven seasons. Like, seven, seven yeah. seasons. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going really fast. Yeah, and of course it's not really seven. It's like six seasons and a four part thing they did, right? Isn't that it? No. Or seven, seven whole seasons, seasons and then the four. And part then thing. the four four movies. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. I I, I added it up. So it anyway, I did the math. It works out to be like halfway through the fourth episode this week is official. Halfway through all the Gilmore Girls we watch. Oh wow! So okay. All right. All right. So we talk. We're talking about Ted Koppel's Big Night Out. Yep. The nanny and the professor. <laughs> uh, the clamor and the clanger. Mm. And I believe that was a great episode. Yes, that was a great episode. Uh huh. And a family matter. Hmm. Another good one. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. Both Ted Koppel's Big Night Out and The Nanny and the Professor, like the namings, the naming of the episodes, I was, uh, I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Ted Koppel's Big Night Out. I mean, they, it, it was just a minor joke made about Ted Koppel possibly being at the dinner that Rory and Rory, Lorelai, the first Rory, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Digger, <laughs> Jason, Jason, where we're at. And it's just like, okay, why, why did you name the entire episode that? But Yeah, know. it is really weird. And also, like, it's such a hot restaurant. Like, they could hardly get a, a, a reservation. And the celebrity that they decided to use was Ted Koppel. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, well, I guess you have to think of it as, like, the hottest uh, uh, eatery in, what, Connecticut? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I'm not from Connecticut. I'm from Vermont. They probably have their own prejudices of me, but I always figure Connecticut is just full of old people. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, it has great Italian food. Okay, and New Haven style pizza. I I'd so, like to try that. I'm always yeah. up for food. Yeah, I know. I was like, all right, road trip. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, this is uh, okay. We're yeah. This this actually these these four episodes also like bridge um, the mid season finale into the the second half of the season too. So right now we're in November in this first episode. So oh okay. Uh, my first note is uh, yeah. Am I am I like um, losing my patience with? Uh, the way Lorelai and Rory are in Luke Steiner, or do I just feel too much empathy for Luke that, like, just hovering around the customers, <laughs> and then just kind of, uh, you know, uh, say, taking like, two tables yeah. and pushing them together. She's trying to get she's trying to get a rise out of Luke. Like that's what annoys me with Lorelai yeah. is she's just trying to annoy Luke. Yeah. And it's like, what for what reason, you know? Yeah. That one time he got annoyed that we did this. So let's try to get him annoyed again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Luke is out of uh, character, very giggly, even <laughs> <laughs> because he's hired some help. And uh, and that help is uh, Brennan, who is of the uh, foreigner shirt uh, variety. Um I will say I sang Cold as Ice at the last uh, karaoke and uh, did pretty well. Did pretty mm. well. Yeah. <laughs> but this Brennan, he probably doesn't even know these bands because, uh, yeah, he's just wearing the shirt. And he went to high school. He went to elementary, junior high, whatever, with Rory. And when he dissected a frog, he didn't wash his hands and he ate a sandwich. So he's that guy. He's that guy. He's going to have the uh, Frogger virus. <laughs> uh, oh, just so you know, I tried my best for our Facebook group and our Twitter feed to use the washyourlyrics.com meme to uh, make a washing your hands infographic uh, set to the tune of, uh, you know, uh, where you lead or yeah, the, the, the song it mm-hmm. would not work for me. For that hmm. song, it really annoyed me because I thought that would be a great song to wash your hands to. You would think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard, it's nice. Richard's visiting Rory at Yale and eating lunch with her. Yeah. In um, Paris. In in um in kind of a uh, a, a tease of what's to come. Paris says to Richard, "You are a honey-tongued devil, aren't you, Dick?" <laughs> like, wow, that's very forward. It's for for an elder an elder person. Little yeah. do we know what's coming on. Yeah, Paris, I guess, likes older guys. Yeah, because you know, back you know last season, Richard and Paris just hit it off really well. Yeah, well, she is very, very, very mature. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in in I don't I, I well she's definitely immature she's, in ways. <laughs> yeah, she's the kind of person that does not relate well to her her age group, but Matt would relate to an older age group. Right, right. Um, but and so uh, he's yeah. telling them all these stories about when he was at Yale, they put a guy between two mattresses and pushed him out the window, <laughs> and like these things that could have turned out really bad. <laughs> I think if Rory like asked Richard to come have a uh, a Wednesday brunch every week at Yale, Richard would happily just go there to eat eat in the cafeteria and just you know relive the glory days. Oh yeah, he loves this. Yeah, uh, but in walks Michael York, which I was like, oh my god, Michael York. Yeah, it's a big get. Big get. It's a big. Mm-hmm. What, what, and, what's your uh, what's your favorite Michael York role? <laughs> 
I don't know. Tell me. Tell me. You tell me what my favorite Michael Corky is. Uh, it's York obviously Rose. Franco Zeffirelli's uh, Romeo and Juliet playing Mercutio. Mm, no. No. <laughs> what else has he been in? I meant to look this up. Michael York. I had a person that went to school with me called Michael York, but he was definitely not. He was, you know, he was not like, oh, he's uh, OBE. Oh, Logan's Run. Um, yeah. Um, Cabaret. <gasps> Cabaret. Uh, the Three Musketeers, the Four Musketeers. Um, Austin Powers. Uh-huh. Yep. So, um, that's that. Uh, oh, the ABC after school special. Are you my mother? God, I'd love to do a podcast just covering after school specials. <laughs> yeah. That would be just. Can we uh, get them? I know. It, they're all like on YouTube and stuff, and they're not. It's not like a reliable thing that you can go through. And also, like, who would have the patience to, you know, watch that with us? I asked that to an audience of people who are listening to this podcast, I know, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he was Michael, uh, very fetching, even back in the eighties. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he is very, very, very old um, at this point. He's sixty. That's right. There is his name, Basil Exposition from Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of Austin Powers. There, I didn't realize, you know, going through his IMDb, how much Austin Powers content there is. There's a lot of Austin Powers product. There is, and I am going to uh, punch myself in the face for ever thinking that he was playing Mercutio in that uh, movie. He played Tybalt, of course. Oh, okay. How dare I? Anyway, um, that movie is forever ingrained in my head as the one movie we watched in high school where I saw boobs. Or, or butt? I'm not sure. One of the two. Boobs at school? You saw boobs at school? Yeah. What? It was it was educational. Ooh, that, would, that would not fly in Alabama, let me tell you. We nope. can't even do yoga. <laughs> That's that, is that of the devil? Yes. <laughs> uh, great Expectations, Murder on the Orient Express, uh the Island of Dr. Moreau. He's got a he's got a lengthy uh IMD biography. Mm-hmm. He's rich. Oh, the voice of Sherlock Holmes and Tom and Jerry meet Sherlock Holmes, of course. <laughs> he is. He's got a very, um, what's the word where when you hear it, you know it is him. A very. Yeah. You know He's that got word. one of those voices. One of those voices. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. So apparently Jason has been courting. You know, trying to get Lorelai to go out with him, sending her flowers and calling her constantly. And she finally calls him back and says, you know, you're from my world. I can't date you. I can't Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she doesn't find him repulsive, (laughs) but (laughs) she is sorry. (laughs) Uh, So she. Oh, yeah. She she goes out with him because uh, she wants to know why the restaurant is hot or no. Oh no, he wants to go to the restaurant because it's hot and is just going to go anyway without her. Is that where we yeah. get with that? Yeah. Yes, because he keeps the reservation. He doesn't cancel the reservation. Yeah. All right. So. Oh, the neighbors are decorating. 
Oh no! That's when I first looked at the date. I was like, "Oh, it's almost Christmas." That must mean like this is uh yeah, the homeowners association and this and that. And yeah. so we're going to the Yale Harvard game. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Neither Rory or Lorelai knows that this is a big deal, but they're going. Yeah, what is it like an hour, hour and a half? <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, the morning uh, again. These, you know, I I must. It, not as a not as a pervert, but definitely as a pervert, must always say that I am distracted whenever uh, Lorelai refers to her undergarments. And uh, yeah, she starts off this uh, day by asking, "Did I put on underwear?" And here I am thinking about that. So anyway, yeah, because it's early in the morning, they have to get is. up early to go to uh, where is Yale? New New Haven? New Haven? Yeah, I knew yeah. it was. A- <laughs> anyway, Brennan is and- still a failure. Uh-huh. Is this where he? Is this where he pulls the uh, back pocket, the napkin out of his back pocket for for Kirk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gross. Rye toast. You want that toasted? <laughs> uh, and uh, he. Oh yeah, he gave Lane donuts instead of bagels. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to memorize Lorelai's order that was very complicated. <laughs> uh, so so Lorelai wants Brennan fired. And says Luke's lost a spark in his eyes. Um, and uh, oh yeah, uh, he uh, he does the he does the mortal sin sin, which is trying to pour Lorelai uh, decaf, um, which is uh, not good. And then he just disappears. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He just wanders off. Gone. He's just like, ready to go. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, Yale. All right, L- Lorelai. Why can't you be like Rory? <laughs> Like Rory just had on a white sweater, but she was dressed in Yale's colors. Lorelai's wearing like Harvard crimson. colors. Yeah. How dare she? So yeah, Emily has like all they have all the merch on the scarf, the hat. I love Emily's button. <laughs> Did you see Emily's button? <laughs> Harvard go to hell. <laughs> Harvard go to hell. <laughs> just like yeah, Emily is a. Uh, you know, definitely upper class and would never, you know, be so immature. But, uh, you know, for a Yale game, you know, it's 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 very, uh, very, I guess, expected to be a little bit crude with your mm-hmm. buttons, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the traditions, the fun flask. She should not. She should wear the uh, she should wear Rory's button uh, uh, on her shirt too. the uh, please don't ask me to sex with my baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we meet Handsome Dan, which I think is just uh, the wrongest thing I've ever seen, and uh, horrible, horrible, horrible. Until for the next dog we see. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next dog? We see. Oh, Jason's dog later on. Oh, that's right. Oh God, that is wrong. That's but... dis- that's disturbing. Yes, that is very disturbing. Uh, bulldog, bulldog, bow, wow, wow. Yeah, so yeah, Richard starts singing and everybody sings along with him and like Lorelai is so embarrassed. Cole Porter wrote that song. Was that before he learned how to write songs? <laughs> so uh, Lorelai goes after Benny the barbecue shish kebab guy until she sees the gigantic craft services table that the Gilmores have brought with yeah, them. They've they've brought an R V their staff. All they have to do is sit there and eat and drink. Yep. Because I always think, God, tailgating looks like such work. Yep. But when you have, when you bring your help, bring your staff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, we get a mention of Jess. Emily asks about Jess. Hmm. 
That's right. And then, uh, the then it quickly, That's right. yeah, it quickly goes to, oh, you know, Rory's like Dad. Rory, yeah, Rory is like Richard. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I, I, I do love uh, Paris's uh, way of participating, which is just like I'm not dealing with waiting around for all this garbage. Take a picture of me with, for win. Take a picture of me for lose, and uh, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> and then we meet Penny Lynn Lott. Penny Lynn. Mm-hmm. That's the name. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it doesn't really roll up the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Penelin. Yeah. And uh, Lorelai's very, uh, what do I want to say? Very. Uh, Douchey? Like, no, em- <laughs> Emily and Richard are very, you know, you know, how are you? Yeah. Fine. How's your family? Fine. Yeah. But, but Lorelai's, uh, oh, you're my almost mommy. If you were had been my mommy, would you let me have a pony? Yeah. <laughs> Like very personable. Uh, and just, yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, this is a little mm, uncomfortable. And yeah. I, you know, who? It's at this point, it's like she's really just making herself laugh. Like nobody else. Like who else would find that humorous? You know, mm-hmm. uh, embarrassing for for Emily. You know, obviously embarrassing for Richard. And uh, yeah, of course. Then there's Rory, who's like, "That's my mom." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Emily scolds Lorelai. We don't, we don't joke with Pendleton Lot. We don't talk to Pendleton Lot. We ask her how she is, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, quick, quick, going back to uh, Stars Hollow, where apparently there's a huge line for the bakery, and it's only because uh, uh, nobody wants to go to Luke's because that boy's a weirdo. Yeah, he just looks at you and starts laughing. <laughs> I do love a good gypsy line. Gypsy, gypsy mm-hmm. said that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Luke looking across the street and seeing Brennan on the table singing Nookie of all songs. By the way, <laughs> give me ten minutes. So yeah, I'm I'm su- I'm honestly surprised like he had this long of patience. And I just don't even know where he even got the happiness that he had in the beginning of the episode. If yeah, Brennan why is so he terrible thought, at that job? Yeah, why he thought it was such a good idea? It's just but. You know, like earlier when Lane came in to change out the donuts for the, she said, you know, I wish I'd known that he needed help. I wanted to, I would love to work here. It's perfect. It's close to home. Yeah. So. Uh, So here's where I thought what you're, what I thought you were talking about when we meet Mm -hmm. current Dan. Yes. I thought that's. And I was like, oh, he's just a cute dog. No, he's a good he's a good boy. He's a good dog. No, and then uh, Marty comes along. So Roy oh, yeah. gets to introduce the family to Marty, and everybody likes Marty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard relates, but, you know. Yeah. He was actually naked for an entire month at Yale, so, you know, it's nothing. To protest. Yeah. He was in protest. <laughs> but like- he was popular with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that boy. Prove it. Drop your pants. <laughs> Uh, I'm embarrassed, by the way, that I didn't uh, propose the theory when this when we first saw Marty naked in the hall that he was either a a werewolf or b the Incredible Hulk. I'm <laughs> I'm sad that I just had that come to my head when I was watching the episode, so I, I guess I have to get it in here. So, um, yeah. So you know, oh, they yeah. run into they run in. Lorelai runs into Penlin again. <laughs> And Penland asks about the. Oh, I heard you were opening an inn. Hmm. Table that for now. The <laughs> whiff and puffs. Do you think these were the real whiff and puffs? Yeah, I bet they were. Because they, when they crowded around, it seemed like they were a bunch of non-actors. You know, they just yes. like, didn't know where to look. Um, yeah. Whenever I see that, I'm like, 
that's so like like you don't realize what kind of uh coaching what kind of uh crap the word word is not coming to my mind training. what kind of <laughs> training it takes to be a in front of the camera actor yeah like like somebody who doesn't act just stands out like a sore thumb right right uh <laughs> Yeah, especially it's just like it's like you know, there's a couple of guys I saw in the background who looked like they were just like here to watch the scene being filmed. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, so whiff and puffs, uh, lame or super lame? <laughs> no, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> okay, they're funny. Did you watch the video that I posted in the group? They're, oh no, I should have. They're I, funny. I don't mean to pick on them. Oh, uh, I think you would like them. Okay. I just see like a bunch of like rich guys singing, you know, uh, barbershop esque, and it just kind of makes me think like, ugh. <laughs> no, it's it's they're funny. Okay. They're, they're funny. You like them? Right. right up your alley. Uh, so yeah, this is when Emily asks, uh, "How did she know about the inn?" And Lorelai tells the Whiff and Puffs to run. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, holy cow! Not cool, Richard. Having lunch, yeah, and and not even like I had I had lunch last week. I didn't want to make you mad, you know. It's I've been doing it our entire marriage every yeah. single year. I've yeah, this is a big deal. That is not cool. Mm-mm. And uh, I Emily had every right to be that mad. I mean, really. And I I do I do love the. I think you should go for a walk, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like, yeah, she means means business, and yeah, she totally uh, blameless in that. Like, there's that's not overreacting. That is like if it was just that like is last you need week, to go to marriage therapy, marriage yeah. counseling for yeah. this. Like, this mm-hmm. is serious because okay, you know, after you've been married, like I've been married a long time, and you're not, I'm not jealous. Yeah, but there is, but this is this is very disrespectful. Yeah. On Richard's part. So it's like, do, is their marriage and I not really, solid enough to actually, you know, and I, I mean, understand can you believe, why? Or? Can you believe that Richard would do this? Like, this is not Richard. <sighs> That's true. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, the last time I was really angry with Richard, it was involving Yale as well. When the whole trapping Rory into and, mm-hmm. you know, and being like, whatever, you know, but I still saw like a, a, a a reason like Richard is just desperate to give Rory uh, the best education that you know he thinks mm-hmm. that she deserves. He had good intentions, um, but did it a really shitty way. This is I'm having lunch with an ex that I know my wife is not a fan of because you know it's my ex and whatever. So yes, that said something about her like she's not like stable enough to. In, in our relationship that she can just be like, okay with that. But also like doing it every single year, their entire marriage is, just, I mean, they've at least been married as long as Lorelai has been alive. So that's like 37 years. Yeah. It said 39 years, <laughs> 39 mm-hmm. years. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, but of course, and then, yeah, then Emily goes off of Lorelai. Yeah. Know, this is your fault for talking oh, to her. I wouldn't have when, known. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's like, she, you know, she, she handles it wrong by, you know, first displacing the anger on Lorelai, but also, like, so you would have preferred to be kept in the dark about this? It, it's just yeah. kind of. She was just lashing out. Yeah, she was, she, Lorelai, you weren't even supposed to come. You weren't even supposed to be here. Yeah, yeah. 
So Lorelai uh, dials. It's up. just, it's just when Lorelai and Emily take a, take a step forward, mm-hmm. something causes them to take a step back, and here we go, take a step back. Yeah, I'm not sure if this was a huge step back. I think this isn't as bad as other things. This is, just, I think, this is just a minor, a minor squabble. But, um, but yeah, it it, it, it does suck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, then Lorelai takes. Uh, the date request from Jason while standing next to the creepy dog corpse. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, because she's mad at Emily. She's like, oh, this will make my mother mad if I go out with Jason. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, they go to this restaurant, hot place, <laughs> but they're like brought into this private room, which Lorelai is bothered by, you know, and... Jason has his ideas of how the, the date should go, and mm-hmm. Lorelai has, you know, her ideas of what she's comfortable with. And quite honestly, you know, she felt like, like, oh, Ted Koppel's out there. You know, there's, I, she, I mean, if Lorelai's anything, she's a people watcher. You know, so mm-hmm. it'd be fun to like be out there and see what's going on with not only Ted Koppel but whoever. You know, it. But instead, they're just stuck in this private room with nothing but each other and. She, you know, she's not ready for that right now. It's not. And of course, Jason's like, you can't talk out there. It's too loud. Um, so, uh, so they decide to go. All right. So where were we? Did Lorelai call it the Ebola room? Oh yes, that's right. Very timely. Didn't know they, I didn't realize Ebola was a thing in 2004. Um, so they try to do drive through tacos, but Jason is not big on Mexican food. And Lorelai doesn't want to eat by herself, which is like, yeah, J- Jason, like, <laughs> well, you can't just get her food and I know. Be like, I knew, you can eat. Go ahead. I-, I knew you would hate all this. And it was very frustrating for me because it was like, oh, let's just go home. Yeah. Oh, but I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry too. Okay, well, yeah. we'll to stop here and get these tacos. No, I'm, I don't want it. Okay, well, then I don't want any. I don't want any. Then so suddenly they're doing her. shopping together. Yeah, and then she says, and then he's going to grab some razors. No, no, no. You can't run errands while you're doing uh, her and her rules. I know. And then she realized she needed toothpaste. So then it was okay that they get paper towels and and everything. And then they don't have the the travel size Pringles that she wanted. So he talks the stock boy into letting him go in the back. And he, I mean, that was a very valiant, valiant, valiant. I guess. Gesture. Cutting the Pringles so she could have the, the size of Pringles that she wanted. Is valiant really the word you want to use for this? Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, it was thoughtful, and, and, then, and then he and then he like causes a huge mess with Captain Crunch boxes. And what are they going to do? They're just going to like chuckle and run away, it's like ah, you know, poor stock stock boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they finally relaxed, sitting together outside the supermarket, eating together. So, um. And Lorelai is finally uh, impressed with him, even though I'm still not. <laughs> Must be the fun flask, though. <laughs> mm. oh, she stole the fun flask and brought the fun flask with her, did Right, she? right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so so Lorelai tells Rory that he, he made sure I got my potato chips. And then she says, just remember you're sleeping with every single girl he slept with. I guess it's just like kind of like a turnabout, you know, that her mom's out on a date, and that's what. Oh, okay. Mothers would say to I don't know. I was like, what is it? Does 
I know. It just Does comes it come out up of that Jason is like has slept with a bunch of people, and he sh- anyway. And then the horror site of ho- all horror sites, we see young eighteen-year-old uh, Paris making out with sixty-something-year-old uh, Professor Fleming. Okay, and like we said last week or, or week before last or whenever that this whole dating a professor thing was very it was a trope. Yeah. And I, I forgot, I forgot all about this. I didn't know it was coming uh, up. But oh, really, that's funny because I was like, I should go back to the podcast and listen to what your reaction was to, for our like dating a professor <laughs> discussion was because I was like, oh, but she probably knew this was coming, but you didn't. Huh? I did. I forgot all about it. But I mean, <laughs> it is so tropey, but it gives uh, Rory a lot of good stuff to do. Yep, a lot of good, a lot of good uh, subject matter to work with because this is really stressing Rory out. Right, right. The whole secret she knows and Paris doesn't know she knows, and then Paris wants to act like you know it's no big deal, but it's really a big deal, and then Jamie, you know, there's just a lot here to work with. So I, I really liked that. I mean, even though uh, nobody wants to see an 18 year old girl kissing a I'm sure Michael York is a lot older than 60 at uh, this he's, point. He's 77 right now. So yeah. back then he was, yeah, like in his late 50s at least, I think. Yeah, well, nobody wants to see he that. But more. it just gave it gave Rory a lot of good stuff to work with. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we go to Nanny and Professor. We get a long back and forth about cul-de-sac versus culls de sac and uh, how wrong that is. And... Uh, um, I felt that it was something that could have been mentioned once and like, isn't that messed up? And then have Lorelai have her usual, ah, that's kind of, that's, that's weird. I don't think, I don't like that. Yada, yada. And then, but then it just keeps going on and on and on. It's <laughs> like enough. Yeah. But, um, it was never ending. Yeah. But, uh, all right. First, first step on getting, uh, getting us back Getting our Lane back into the focus of the show. Uh, Lane now works at Luke's, and uh, Luke is worried that she's too good and that she's going to get bored and leave. And uh, I'm assuming that uh, this episode is probably the only time we actually see her working there uh, uh, from the way things turn out. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't, anyway. We'll talk about it later. All right, uh, Michelle trying to get trying to stay trim to fit into his low rise jeans and gets super offended when Suki tries to feed him. Classic Michelle stuff. And then, of course, Tobin's here. And ah, uh, uh, Tobin, Tobin. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking that he smells opportunity and uh, is definitely trying to trying to him. get back in the good graces yeah. or, or trying to get a job with Lorelai and Suki. Because he dr- he moved to Utah and became a Mormon, but then he found out he had to abstain from alcohol and no caffeine. And they do have a fabulous choir, and then the funny <laughs> funny underwear, you know, turned him off, so it didn't last. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it, so this is a classic. Uh, Michelle was getting mad about uh, Tobin butting in uh, and trying to steal um, Lorelai and Sookie away from him, you know, and mm-hmm. especially now that it's. Uh, but I don't know. It, it seemed like the last time we did this, it was just like we get back, we, we go back and forth, back and forth with uh, uh, Michelle being angry and Tobin being, uh, you know, a sniveling, 
just I don't know. Uh, but and then it just kind of ends with you know the girls telling Michelle that you know he's more valuable than Tobin, and it's like we got this yet again in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Marzipan, ever had it? Oh, it's terrible. I never had it. It's like you take nuts and cr- it's like you want it to be sweeter. Okay. You- uh, and it's because, you know, in America, if something doesn't taste good, we just put a bunch of sh- – we either put a bunch more sugar in it, a bunch more salt in it, uh-huh. and it just makes us happy. Right. But in Europe, they're still doing things that like they did it back hundreds of years ago before we <laughs> had this like part of our brain woke up with all this sugar. When will Europe be as civilized as America? I ask you. Anyway, <laughs> that will put marzipan in your pop- pie plate, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this marzipan was made by cloistered nuns. It's a uh, unique substance unto itself. Uh, it is. It's just. It's. You want it to be sweeter than what it is. It's okay. a little sweet. It's not sweet mm, enough. Never had it. Don't. Don't ever try it. You won't like it. <laughs> Jason comes in and Lorelai traps him into having to try some. And then when she, uh, when he goes to his car, they make a date over the phone. Mm-hmm. Because it, this is we're we're back from winter break and Jason's been on in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lorelai's all you know, smitten and smiling and yeah. I think she likes the sneaking around behind her parents' back. <laughs> uh, and okay, yeah, we uh, Rory is back early from winter break. I I love the the maintenance guy. She's like, I like the quiet. Like I can imagine just like working in a in a college and having to deal with like kids all the time and you know loud drunken kids especially and just getting that long break you know where you mm-hmm. can just get your job done and I have to deal with it in these kids. The beautiful campus, yeah. you can enjoy it all yeah. to yourself. Yeah. yeah, that's like you know where I work. That's where Morgan School is, and the, the traffic is ter- like God. Kids just you know can't wait for a break. <laughs> or summer break or between semesters when the traffic will die down. Right. <laughs> so we see more gross kissing. and um, But Paris doesn't know she was watching. And she's saying she's back from a trip with Jamie where that is a lie. Mm-hmm. She talks about Calista Flockhart and Harrison Ford. Right. Scam. Uh, speaking of gross, uh, Lorelai is sweeping pizza, pizza crumbs underneath her own dishwasher. <sighs> So, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rory's, uh, uh, Lorelai probably is wondering where, like, you know, the infestation of termites came from. She's going to wonder about those ants, too, pretty soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cockroaches. Yeah. Uh, and so Lorelai is like, oh, you know, Paris doing your teacher. She was like, oh, I didn't say that. She was like, well, you know, if you're dating an older teacher, you have to assume you're doing older <laughs> teacher things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, Rory starts worrying about his job, saying he's risking everything, and Lorelai says, well, he'll always have Paris. (laughs) How long have you been waiting to say that? (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's right. We've been sitting on that one for a long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, then Michelle calls Lorelai spazzing. He's freaking out. Jeez. Uh, I'm glad the baby's not hurt. (laughs) Yeah, this was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Just like rolls it under a bed and <laughs> or rolls him under a bed. Um, yeah, what its its name is Davy, but Michelle is calling it Truman, is it? Or somebody's calling it Truman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, he doesn't care about the baby. He doesn't care about babysitting. This was uh, it only had to do with Tobin. Right. It only had to do with his rivalry. So again, he needs to have you know his his ego stoked a little bit. And I I do like that Lorelai is like you know we like Tobin. We're addicted to you. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I like a piece of pie, but I'm addicted to cigarettes, you know, or something like that, you know, (laughs) which is actually good. (laughs) Um, All right. So we're back at the the daily news um, and there's paper hats being made for people. I I didn't really. Did did this go very into anything? No, but this is this is a real thing where. once a year, this is how they initiate the new freshmen into the newspaper. They make them uh, make their own hats and they wear them and they, it's a little hazing thing. It's not serious. They just make them get them coffee and, and wait on them hand and foot just to they should have you like know, bring them this, into the fold. I, yeah, they should have turned something like this into an episode. But then again, you know, I'm not here to watch the press gang. I'm here to watch Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to finish the press gang one of these years. Yes, I wonder who will have the last word on that. Okay. <laughs> I'll let that sit for a second. And that's for the people that understood that one. Um, all right. Uh, Jason almost got into a fight with a guy who was irritated at Lorelai's constant talking at the movies. And uh, good luck, Jason. You got a long road ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> and then we meet the disturbing <laughs> little beagle named Cyrus. Oh, gosh. My notes are so messed up. Okay. Yeah. C- Cyrus. Cyrus. That's so disturbing. It Like, when does it pee? It, when does it I eat? No it just sits there and it just does nothing. Just it just stares. Sits. Just it's like the world's best behaved dog. I know, and, it, and and like they're like talking about it, like it's kind of like cute or something. And he really, like, he is he is Jason's handsome Dan. It's really, really weird. Uh, and for some reason, I just I, I don't know. You don't get a dog to act so completely undog like if it hasn't been if it's you know it hasn't been through some trauma. <laughs> yes. What are these monks doing? <laughs> yeah. Um. And why would you want a dog if yeah it acts like a paperweight? Like get a paperweight. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a uh, kind of a clue on uh, what we have to we have lying ahead of us uh, for uh, yeah the, I feel like the relationship. Right. <laughs> my, I bet this I don't remember, but I'm sure this says a lot about Jason. <laughs> yes, and I don't know why a person like that would invite the chaos that is Lorelai into his life. Mm. Uh, by the way, I love the cheesecake from the nuns of New Skeet, and I didn't know the monks of New Skeet trained dogs, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, che- cheesecake, cheesecake. So yeah. that is a thing. Okay, the nuns of New Skeet they make cheesecake. Okay, it's good stuff. Uh, so Paris gets a phone call and leaves, and Rory covers for her. <laughs> yep. And Doyle is upset about Time Magazine or something. I don't know. Yeah, he goes on this rant about Time Sorry, Magazine. Jonathan. But yeah, he got turned down for some kind of like I guess it was like a, I, I I didn't catch the word he used, but I guess it was like an internship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Oh, my next note is ew. They're banging. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, what's okay? What's worse than this? Okay, so Lorelai and Jason, she stays. She stays with him, and then afterward, he keeps. She keeps saying, "Yeah, I've got to go to sleep happy." To, like 
okay, we get it. You've enjoyed yourself. Yes. You're satisfied. <laughs> okay. How many calories we just burned off? Uh, stop. <laughs> and then he wants her to stay, but he wants her to stay in the guest bedroom. I would have been out of there so quick. Deal breaker. Mm-mm. But of course, Lorelai is so <laughs> kind of shallow. <laughs> At least at at first glance, I don't know, but this is this is kind of like I don't know, like how could you not feel weird about this? Like I just slept with somebody, I'm in a relationship I mean, I with guess, them, and now I guess, we're gonna. I guess it's when he said, "Look, you know how you like my quirks. You know I'm a weirdo. Yeah. This is something that you're just gonna have to deal with." I guess that's. I guess she got it that that he is. This is just the way he is. He can't. He's not a good sleeper, so he can't sleep with anybody. Right. So well, then she you wants to- then you figure out how to. This is in the fifties, you know. Like you, he. It, the, I don't know. I don't like first night. I would be like, like really messed up about the relationship by morning. I'd be like going. I'd like watch a movie. <laughs> I'd watch The Daily Show with John Stewart, <laughs> and uh, and then I'd start. Then I'd spend the rest of the night up like going. Right, what, what am I but, doing? But what if we get married? Like, what if mm-hmm. you know? I what if I just want to be held or want to help, want to hold you know my significant other? You know, like really? Like this is he, he can't work past his like. Am I not worth him not working past his sleep? Hopefully that'll happen in the future. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. It, how you spend your night is almost as important as, you know, other life decisions. Like if you start going out with somebody and they say like, uh, oh, I don't want to ever have kids. And then you're like, okay, well, if I end up with this person that I guess I don't want to ever have kids, I, that, that decision has been made for me. Uh, or mm-hmm. do I think I can change him or her, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, of course, of course, here it is. Yeah. She's happy with it. She's fine with it. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, meanwhile, Rory is being woken up at, uh, four o'clock in the morning by Paris and, uh, Rory loudly announces that she wants nothing to do with what Paris Mm -hmm. is doing or who she was doing it with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Paris wants to talk about it, but not say his name. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, it smells like pipe tobacco. Oh my God. I mean, yeah. My grandfather smelled like pipe tobacco. I just, uh, and so, yeah, back to the morning routine with uh, Jason and Lorelai and, uh, you know, she, she's had a great night in the hotel, um, digger, um, and, and she doesn't want to say anything to her parents about the relationship because it's weird, doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want the worlds to combine or whatever, um, and he says, you know, that's exhausted. I don't like, you know, to keep secrets. You know, you just, you can't, you know, it'll, eventually they'll figure it out. It's just right. exhausting. She's like, no, just promise me just a little while longer. So we go back to the Gilmore's dinner and uh, this is pretty funny. I wish, I, <laughs> I, I'd love to see this more often. Them trying to have dinner and people just kind of wandering in and Richard being all upset about people touching things and not, you know, yeah. leaving doors open or whatever. They were do. this is a, uh, it's for a good cause. It's for the historical historical uh, society. They're using the house for a walking tour, and it was supposed to end at five, but you know they eat at six. Hmm. So this it's gone an hour too long, and then people are coming in. Oh, they hired actors. Yeah, 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, I uh, oh yeah, that's why I wrote down close the doors. Uh, uh, I mentioned the doors is because I wrote down a note. I said, why don't they just close the doors? There's doors there. They could just mm-hmm. close them and have a dinner to themselves. Instead, they have to have the whole thing open for people to look in on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, at dinner they mentioned that a uh, woman without underwear was at the recent uh, event with uh, Jason. The fibromyalgia fundraiser the night before. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And uh, Emily, yeah. Oh, now I know where to get my acrylics filled in. <laughs> and uh, and she said, uh, yeah, he'll, she'll make a fine first wife for Jason. Yeah, and she calls him an immature con artist, too, by the way, which is, uh, mm. wow, that is a... That's a, that's that's kind of uh that's kind of hurtful. Uh, is she still mm-hmm. mad at Jason, or does is there something more we should know about him? I don't know. I don't know the whole the whole thing where the uh, he's brought some other women other women to an event. I guess bringing up the whole immature Connor like we're supposed to not trust Jason for this brief moment until the next uh, uh, scene where uh, he's completely charming. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess it's just giving us a reason to know where Lorelai is coming from, that Lorelai doesn't need to tell Emily that her and Jason are dating. I guess. I was more concerned about, okay, now we've had to deal with, yeah, but you have to sleep in a separate bedroom if you're staying over. And now it's like, listen, you're going to have to put up with me having to bring a woman to these events because I have to bring them. You don't go to these things alone. I was like, uh, and, and it's like, I'm going to hold this over your head until you basically end the madness. Yeah. Speaking of ending the madness, when are Lorelai and Luke getting together? Because I'm getting really sick of this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of waiting. Let them get together. Okay. Or better, I mean, even if Lorelai and they they don't get together, just for Lorelai to admit to herself that she likes him. Because she just does not admit to herself. Right. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, oh, is it happening? <laughs> I don't remember. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, okay, oh, so I know. She, I know. My, yeah, exactly. That's why so I, I prefer the next the, episode. Back at the end, Michelle's trying to figure out where his office is going to be. And so uh, Suki and Lorelai say, well, you know, the Fonz had his bathroom. The bathroom at <laughs> Arnold's was his, it was his office. Oh, no, it was only for a couple episodes. And then it was this. And then it was that. Like. <laughs> Michelle knew the whole arc of the Fonz's office <laughs> story. Uh, my note for that is uh, uh, looks like they're building the Dragonfly set now. <laughs> it's being it's being built. So they were doing some scenes in the, uh, in the in the place where they're building the set. I don't know. Yeah, they just changed the independence a little bit, maybe. And uh, Jason comes to visit the inn and totally charms Michelle and Suki. Yeah, and uh, he says. Lorelai says we're sleeping together, and you and I have to hear you talk about bare. You're bringing bare-butted women to functions. Who are you, Hugh Hefner? <sighs> oh God, yeah. Here's another thing. I'm just gonna keep slamming Jason until he goes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Jason, in talking about Crystal, uh, talks over and over and over again about how stupid she is, well, and how painful it is to hang out with her. Like, well. Uh, <sighs> Well, like he's doing this, he's trying to make a point. He's trying to make a point that she likes him. She, they need to tell people that they're dating, and if not, then he's going to have to continue taking other women to these functions, even he's if he doesn't have to. Even if he doesn't like them, like he says they're just friends. But then, you know, at the end, he admits that she's dumb. Yeah. 
He's just trying to make a point. Poor Crystal. That's what I was saying. Poor Crystal. (laughs) To to put on the extra effort on going to a fibromyalgia benefit without your underwear. Maybe she was a prostitute. (laughs) Uh, And then um, we have Rory going into her new class. And uh, hey, her professor is Professor Fleming. Oh, we have somebody in common. Your grandfather. All and right. Rory is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. All right. The so clamor, the clamor, and the clangor. In the clamor and the clangor. Um, do we know what this is a reference to? Like, Mm-mm. I thought clangor is like a is like a clanging bell, maybe. And mm-hmm. the clam is a clamor bell. The is a clamor a bell thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm googling it. I bet I'll just, clangor, I'll just say okay. girls. <laughs> yeah, clamor. Loud, confused noise, especially with people shouting. Right. And clangor is, it has to do with a bell ringing, right. loud bell ringing. Um, and I also just brought up a link that says Rami Malik's first acting job was this episode. Ah, very first I didn't know it was his job. first one. Wow. Hmm. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to him. Obviously, he's going to be Lane's uh, new boyfriend. Um, and I can't wait to spend for Rami Malik to join the cast of Gilmore Girls. Nope. <sighs> oh, yeah. We're still under the impression that she's dating Dave. <laughs> right. Right. Who left you for the OC. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, there's a funeral for Stan. Remember Stan? <laughs> uh no. no. Do you remember Stan? No, no. I don't think he Stan must have been ever this existed. Little, he must have been this little old man, this little old Jewish man. I, I don't know. He owned by and, his fedora, his hush puppies. He didn't wear pants. He ate salad. But he was the first reservation to the dragonfly, so. Oh. And uh, apparently death comes in fives in Stars Hollow. Four so far. And, Lorelai uh, can't just sit and enjoy a funeral or whatever. Just can't. Enjoy, she has observe, to you know? yeah, observe a funeral. She yeah. just has. She has to crack jokes. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, exactly. I know. God, oh, I would love the heck out of her for like the first few months of like hanging out with her, not even being in a relationship, like just being f- solid friends with her. And then I'd just be like, all right, I needed it. I needed it in doses. I mean, I can see. Why Luke is, you know, looks so frustrated all the time. I think it's just dealing with Lorelai on a daily basis. Mm. <laughs> but again, I am not like – some of this is genuinely super entertaining to me. But, but I'm like <laughs> – I, I start seeing her – like imagine dealing with her as a real person and oh god. Oh, yeah. Or oh, like god. when I'm – when I was sick – and I was trying to watch Gilmore. I was like, "This is getting on my nerves." Yeah. Like, if you're just if you're not in the mood for it, it can right. be just yeah. too much. That's the thing. I was like, I wonder is it is it because is it because I've watched a lot? Like, is it because I've spent such you know, like almost almost four whole seasons with uh with Lorelai, or is it because like is the writing getting worse, or is it being like the writers are like really leading into her quirkiness? Yeah, or is I, it that we watch four episodes at a time? Not, it's not, yeah, is it four because it's four episodes? Is it because it's not so fresh anymore? Is it because there's so much of it that we have to watch? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we're we're, we're we'll definitely get, go all the way to the end because I want to see how it ends. But uh, um, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, oh my god, we stop. I think it was more with the Coles Coles act than with at this funeral thing. But uh, mm-hmm. well, then. Uh, they're trying to figure out who's going to be the fifth death, and yeah. Kirk falls into the flowers, and Lorelai says, oh, we're the witches of Eastwick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
Miss Miss Patty, one of my uh, most mer- romantic memories happened during those bells. Your first kiss? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the bells are being fixed due to uh, I think it was it a donation from Stan. Yeah, yeah, Stan loved the bells. He wanted the bells back because the bells rang and then they broke for a while, but no, they didn't have the money to fix them. So Stan right. donated the money in his death. To fix the bells. Okay, so the town is all excited about the bells being fixed. I think Stan hated that town and wanted his last revenge on them. <laughs> I think, you know, it would be awesome. Really get them, get those bells fixed, but not while I'm every, alive. Every 30 minutes, those bells going off. <laughs> uh, Lane's band is, I mean, can you imagine podcasting in that town? Oh my God. Um, Lane's band's rehearsing. Um, Gil is super Z- awesome. Zach doesn't Zach want them to not. be too good. They're too on the beat. <laughs> yep. Um, they start talking about like their was it their guilty pleasures or something? I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, he start he brings up in sync and nope. You know, like how do you know who in sync is? <laughs> well, I just read about him. Uh huh. <laughs> and then what is it? Gil likes Art Garf- Garfunkel and Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel right. and and Lane's like you know I like Fleetwood Mac. See me and me and Lane. We'd be good friends. Mm-hmm. So Gil gets news that they ha- have a gig at CBGB's. Yes. And Zach, oh, Zach can't stand it. He's so jealous. Super jealous. And it's like, yeah, dude, he's the lead singer. Gil's secretly the lead singer of Skid Row. Obviously, he was able to pull in a few. I mean, it is 1 a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, uh, Lane and Brian, or uh, Brian is the other guy's name, right? Yes, are really emotional about it. Zach, of course, is still super annoyed and jealous. It's the worst. Oh, I hate him. All right, so Lorelai and Rory are enjoying the fourth snow of the year. <laughs> fourth snow, yeah. <laughs> because the first one, she had finals, and then so, they're just busy. You know, they're they're live. It's just in this season, you see that they're talking on the phone a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't really get together as much as they were when Rory was living with Lorelai, but they're still together a lot. So they got together for the fourth snow of the year. Right. Also, I, uh, yeah, there's this moment the bells ring and then it's like, thank you, Stan, wherever you are. Or who, oh, no, I wrote down whoever you were. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> that's what they said. Um, and then my next note was, was do the bells do la-las? Does that, did, did the bells start ringing like the la-las? I'm not sure. I don't know. Or maybe the bells are the la-las of Stars Hollow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, you know, at first everybody loves the bells. Oh, if we had, you know, if we if we had come out for the first snow of the, the year, then we would have missed the bells. So this was good. Um, yeah. Do you, do you have bells that ring in your town? I don't have a town. You don't have a town? <laughs> <laughs> I have bells. I have a church like Kitty Corner across the, the street from us, and they do ring um, at like 8 a.m. and then like at noon. And I think, it, no, they don't really... I think that's about it, like around 8 a.m. and then around noon. Um, and I think probably when church gets out on Sundays, it's about it. But it's definitely not every half hour. And they're not loud. Right. Yeah. Um, so Rami Malik shows up. Mm-hmm. So they're, the college group is trying to decide who to interview. It's very close-minded. They are going to interview the same person they've interviewed before. But then the second, you know, the, the pastor... And then Rami Malik was like, oh, I've got a good idea. How about assistant pastor Eric? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch all of Mr. Robot? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I 
I'm, I'm not going to give it anything away, but I love that finale. Oh, mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, I think like everybody knows him for Bohemian Rhapsody now, but gosh, Mr. Robot, I just love that show. Mm-hmm. I've watched it twice all the way through. Well, except for really, well, uh, uh, you know, once as it was airing, and then again right before the final season. So I guess not the whole thing all the way through, but mm-hmm. I'd, I'd totally be up for it again because it was just great. It was. It was. It's very cinematic. You know, you can so tell cinematic. it was a. Yeah. It was going to be a movie, and they made it into a, a series. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so Rory's uh, got a book on it that says martyrdom. <laughs> and I guess that's the kind of book that Mrs. Kim would approve of if she saw <laughs> Rory clutching it and bringing it back and forth to <laughs> Lane's house. Uh, uh, but yet yeah, it's got to cut out for CDs, CD exchange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, your mother, uh, you and your mother are uh, destroying the, uh, the recording industry because they're they're uh, copying Lane's CDs. Lane, Lane has so many CDs that Lorelai just copies them. <laughs> Did you catch that? No, I didn't catch that. And then, then Rory says, well, you know, Brittany shoulders some of the blame. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, th- I think I caught the end of that joke. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Rory says, what are you working on? She says, how to avoid any eye contact with the outside world. Yeah. Uh, Lane's not sure how to ask Mrs. Kim about the gig um, and uh, oh, oh, she says uh, you could say you're doing it for astronomy class. That's why you're out so late. And she says that would imply the universe is old. Yeah, no astronomy class at Adventist school. <laughs> yeah, okay. How is Lane going to get to CBGBs? How is this going to happen? How is Lane going to be in a band? Right. How, Mrs. Kim is not going to allow this. I, I, I just. You know, at this point, I'm like, you know, she is a grown girl. Like, she's out of high school. So this is a time that Mrs. Kim should be loosening and not being like, not still laying down rules for her like that. I I just don't get it, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm actually very glad where this goes. And uh, so (laughs) hopefully it'll stick, quite honestly. I do love... uh, I do love uh, Mrs. Kim, you know, but I do think she needs to loosen up a little bit, you know, and realize but, who her daughter actually is <laughs> and not who she I wants mean, her to yes, be. we we know that. Like, we know that. We yeah. believe that. But Mrs. Kim is not going to change. Yeah. Uh, that bad, but uh, I I would like her to stop uh, running uh, running her daughter like you know a drill sergeant or something. You know, I mean, it's it's a little it's a little weird. It's a little bit a little bit much. Anyway, uh, uh, guy from laundry room shows back up, and uh, wait wait what? No, Paris drags Rory International Relations Club. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, oh yeah, oh Paris says she's getting gossip from a uh, certain fellow, uh, mm-hmm. and guy from laundry room. Oh, 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 he, oh, he walks in. Oh, sorry, more of that ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Where uh, is this? Where we're at CBGBs? Nope. And nope. nope. Okay. <laughs> Your notes are out of order. <laughs> then I have church bells versus Kirk bells. <laughs> Argue. Nobody listens to what anyone has to say. Volume. What? The guy she asks out comes in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. This is Laundry where Paris drag. Paris drags Rory to the international meeting. Whatever. I just did this. Yeah, and so yeah, laundry room guy comes in, and okay. Yeah. And Rory's uh, uh, Paris is like, you know, nobody 
listens to what anybody has to say. I, you know, p- who nobody matters but the per- person who has the loudest, loudest voice. And then, okay, so the, the guy from the laundry comes in. And then there, uh, a girl is opening a care package from home, and she starts saying, oh, you ought to hear this guy. He was saying that this weird girl kept asking him out. And just this, and there's some crazy girl. So Rory assumes that it was the guy, it was that guy, the guy with the cute lips, the lips. Oh, I, I The laundry room lips. guy. Yeah, he's pretty, he's very, he's attractive. Okay. And, um. So yeah, I, like, I immediately, as soon as I heard that she was, they were being, uh, Rory was being possibly gossiped about, I was like, that guy's a jerk and I hate him. Yeah. All right. Oh, by the so, way, I just, we, we do want to mention, uh, this was, the, wasn't there a black girl sitting there? Yes. She was the one opening her care package. It's not very often we see one there on the show. I know. It's hey, it's a black girl. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, the, yes, the show is very <laughs> Anglo. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so, Maybe so, Connecticut is. I don't know. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I got to say Vermont is pretty Anglo it, itself, but wow. Um, all right. So uh, Church Bells versus Kirk Bells. Uh, yeah. Kirk and Captain Kirk both have tinnitus. And uh, also Luke is getting super irritated about the Bells. And then he mentions that they, you know, he, he and Nicole are getting an apartment. And, or got one uh, three weeks ago in another county, and Lorelai is super bothered and says that they're not friends because friends share things. Yes. Okay. Lorelai, is it not – are you not, like, asking yourself qu- these questions? Are you not asking yourself, <laughs> why am I so upset that that uh, that Luke is living with his wife? Like, why are you so upset? Right. Yeah. Also, Litchfield, isn't that the – is that the prison from Orange is the New Black? I don't know. That I was thinking right. it was Pennsylvania, but it could be Connecticut. There's, it's somewhere near New York. It's somewhere near New York because – because uh, what's her face? The, 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 the main person was from New York. Oh, uh, from um, Orange is the New Black? Yeah, there's uh-huh. a Litchfield, New York, and a Litchfield, Connecticut. So Litchfield, New York is the prison one. Litchfield, oh. Connecticut is a uh, – uh, a town and former county seat of Litchfield County, Connecticut. Population of 8,466. Okay. So, history steeped, it says here. <laughs> all right. So, back at the International Club, uh, they're talking about, I think they're talking about Israel and Palestine. You know, yep. roll my eyes. You know, yeah. you know these Yale, these Yale freshmen are going to, they're going to solve the world's problems. <laughs> They're gonna find. They're gonna be the Jared Kushner. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So he says something, and, she, and Rory starts arguing with him, and he takes her pencil. Give me my pencil back. Yeah. And then finally, in the dining hall, she confronts him. Yeah. You know, she's like, "Look, stop talking about me. It's a, it's a, it's a funny little cocktail story, but you know, it's embarrassing. It's you, you know, you're you're making your, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable." Vulnerable situation when you ask somebody out, and he's like, "I'm not talking about you." There was a girl who kept asking me out and baking me cakes and snuck into my room wearing she whipped was, cream. Is that like a Varsity Blues joke? I bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so she was like, oh, "Okay, I'd appreciate if you wouldn't tell people about this situation now." <laughs> uh, are we just racing through the yell stuff? I'm glad. Uh. uh I mean, the the best part is when uh, Lane shows up with a suitcase, but, uh, you know, we have to get through other things first. Okay. Oh, Davey knows the bell schedule. Right. 
And uh, then Luke, Luke comes over, shoveling the shovel, snow. just so he can yell at her. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love this. I mean, because this is like me, where you know something happens, and and then you think yourself mad, and then he thought himself mad, so he went over to her house to yell at her. You know, yeah. you know, I don't owe you anything. You don't have the right to make me feel guilty. She doesn't. Fine. She doesn't. Mm-mm. So. Uh, and, and it's just like, where are you going with my shovel? It's like, my, it was my shovel. <laughs> I loaned it to you three years ago. <laughs> and uh, then that night she calls Roy and she was like, I'm hungry. And she said, like, just go to Luke's. No, well, make sh- open Chef Boyardee. No, well, order takeout. No, you're in stubborn mode. Quit, you know, I know you, yeah, Rory knows. Like a four-year-old. She's, she's in stubborn mode. <laughs> yep. I love when Lorelai's walking through the town and the bells are going off and you can hear the background. So some people going, shut up. Yeah. Or at Miss Patty's, the girls can't dance because right. it makes them lose their count. But uh, yeah. So uh, Luke invites her to uh, uh, go. Uh, oh, wait, no. Lorelai says, want to help me break the bells and goes up to the upstairs apartment with Luke to get his tools. And, and Lorelai is very happy as well as I am. That all mm-hmm. the stuff is still in there. Um, mm-hmm. or, He's got dirty, dirty dishes in the sink. He yeah. still lives there. Yeah, exactly. I was, you know, there was barely any mention earlier when it was like, okay, so he moved, he moved away. And I was like, oh, what about the upstairs apartment? That, you know, that was a pretty memorable set. I don't know. Uh, so I was, I was happy to see it back there. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, CBGBs, I, they, they did a really good job at uh, uh, recreating like just like everything, the the walls, the ceiling, just covered in band stickers. I I, I can't imagine the uh, the production that, that went into just having to uh, uh, create that. I wonder. Have if you ever been to like, CBGBs? No, no. Yeah, I, I went on a Wikipedia reading spree about it. Like it closed. Like it hadn't been closed that long. No, ago. yeah. Uh, I, I heard when it was closed, I was sad because I always wanted to see a show there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's like. New York, I, that's what I want to experience, like yeah, a punk show, yeah. a comedy show, a this or that. You know, that's be there in the you know the middle of it where history was made, and it's all closed down. Like, yeah. like I looked up, like there's like a yoga shop there or something. I don't Ugh. know, but and of course, uh, Zach blames them getting bumped on Gil. The only people mm-hmm. that show up were Brian's parents, <laughs> and they're like born again or something. They don't drink. <laughs> And and yeah, poor, poor Lane. She's so upset. She her hopes were so high. You know, every band plays to an empty house sometimes, and then and then you know it's the I risked so much to come here. We are gonna play, and they still won't let them play. So we go back go back to the best scene in the episode, best scene oh. of the week. Yeah, where uh, the the church is locked. The church, they lock the doors of the church. What if I want to do something holy? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we find out that Luke is the one that broke the bells years Mm. ago. And uh, yeah, they go back and forth about how he's saying, she's saying that he's pretending that he moved. Mm -hmm. You know, I spend as much time with Nicole as you do. If I moved in with you and Nicole, you wouldn't even know it. Uh, And all (laughs) that. And. He says something and Lorelai's going to say dirty. And he's like, don't even say dirty. Dirty is Lorelai's. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't even, I didn't even write any notes for this part. Cause I just wrote down, come on, this is magic. How could anybody be into Lorelai and Jason? (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, because he's like, he's like trying to pin her down and say, you know, Lorelai, you just admit it, admit. Yeah. Why are you so upset that I've moved, that we've moved in together? And she won't say, she's about to, you know, she's at the point where she has to say something and then the Reverend comes in. And you think of course. that he's, you think he's going to get on to them for being there, but then he's like, oh, carry on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> You're doing God's God. work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please continue breaking the bells. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I care. Why? Because I don't want you to move. Why? Why don't you want me to move? And then the Reverend walks in. Yeah, I was, I, I definitely was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But I was also like, oh, that was awesome. You know? Yeah. It was a great dramatic moment. Uh so Lane uh, and all her hair shows up at Yes, I love it. Her crimped hair. <laughs> was that is that do you think that was like fake hair that she attached to her head oh, or it seemed no. like a lot of hair. It was a lot of hair. I don't know. It could have been a piece, but uh it was all crimped. Yeah. Uh yeah. She shows up and Rory's and I noted it that it was four AM. I was like, Rory must be used to being <laughs> disturbed by mm-hmm. you know her friends at four o'clock in the morning. Either Paris or her mother. Yep. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Rory calls Lorelai, who answers the phone with, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, Lane came to Rory and said, I didn't leave a note. I didn't I didn't know what to do. I didn't do anything. So I'm coming to you. You'll know what to do. And so what does Rory? Rory calls her mother. Rory and calls her mother. mother. <laughs> her mother knows what to do. Call Mrs. Kim immediately if. If I woke up and you weren't there, I, you know, I would be freaking out. So we've got to, you know, and I love that Mrs. Kim answers the phone and the firemen are there and they're ha- and the and Koreans are there having a uh, prayer vigil. They have a, candles. They're like, they have look, candles. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Oh, it's so good. But, you know, Mrs. Kim in the middle of it all. So it's like, yes, it's kind of ridiculous. But it's also like, oh, man, she must be so worried. Yeah, uh, that is Mrs. Kim. And then Mrs. Kim goes and tells Luke that Lena is going to be missing work. And he's like, he knows. And so she called me twice. Yeah. And, and Mrs. Kim was like, she called you twice. She called Lorelai. She called all of you before she called me. Yeah. Get it through your head. Mm-hmm. This is what you've done. Yes. And so uh, uh, Lane is at Yale, and uh, my note there was uh, just uh, please stay there. Please somehow get Lane uh, transferred to Yale. We need Lane at Yale. Like Mrs. Mm -hmm. Kim gives her some freedom, lets her go to school at Yale. And that way Lane can be involved with Rory stories more often. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, yeah, Uh, Mrs. Kim giving Lane the cold shoulder. Lane is unhappy. Rory insists. Oh, Rory insists that Lane still has a boyfriend. That's that's my own kind of note. Uh, <laughs> she just like mentions David. It's like, oh, oh, we're still pretending that Lane has a boy. You got it, got it. Even though it was a perfectly good boyfriend in uh, Rami Malek uh, that was introduced, uh, we have to we have to pretend that Dave is still around. So Lane says she's got to face the music and uh, goes and finally. Has the confrontation we've been waiting for again? This is another one of those episodes. One of these, one, another one of the reasons why I love this episode is because mm-hmm. we, you know, we get a magical Luke and Lorelai scene, and we get Lane finally telling Mrs. Kim what's up. <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, you know, it's not exactly a uh, the reaction 
we don't we don't get the breakthrough here, but we well, at least get Lane vocalizing it. Well, but also we, Lane comes in and Mrs. Kim has found all of her contraband. Yeah. Oh my the god. The closet. All the stuff under the her CD collection. There's so much makeup, stuff, though. Like, clothes. how did it take this long for Miss? Like, Mrs. Kim, who's got that child locked down, how has her stuff? Like, I mean, you got to hand it to Mrs. Kim for one thing. At least she gives Lane her privacy in her own room, as long as it's behind the locked door. <laughs> but you know, uh, it's just surprising that all that stuff's in there. Mrs. Kim never knew. I don't know. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was just like, oh my God, they're finally having the talk. And she says that it started that, that her, her like rebellion or whatever started at six when, um, when, uh, Mrs. Kim said cookie monster was one of the seven deadly sins <laughs> broke her heart. And so Lane's like, I want to stop all the lies. I want to leave seventh day Adventist. I want to go to stars, hollow community college. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> she wants to go to the community college. I was like, oh, stars, hollow community college. <laughs> University of Stars Hollow uh, And then she wants to play in her band And Mrs. Kim said that Children do not make the rules And uh, says that she needs to move out Mrs. Kim She is not a child She is of legal age You should start respecting her as an adult I understand she's not as mature But she like Locking her down is not is is Not doing uh, I don't know it's not, it's not the right thing to do As my nose is stuffing up I apologize yeah, I mean, it is tough. Like, it's just, I mean, like, I trust my child. My child makes good decisions. My child has a good, you have to respect your child. I right. think the respect has to, respect has to go both ways. I think Lane has shown her enough respect in her life. I mean, the only problem is that, you know, it is much like Richard and uh, Penny Lynn. Uh, the, the lies have also gone on that long. Uh, so maybe that's something that Lane needs to make up for. I don't know. Anyway. Good, anyway. Good up. Yes. R- uh, good Lane, drama. Lane at Yale. Yay. Stay there. Stay there. Yeah, uh, but as you can see, it's not going to last. You know, it can't last that long. It's got to last. I don't care. Tana or whoever or the athletic girl could go. They could just go. Doesn't doesn't we don't need Yeah, it. but look as for, as hard it, as as hard as it was for Rory to get in, well, you know, Lane's like Lane's like talking about going to community college. Yeah. So, anyway, all right, whatever. the family matter. Florida it's a show pink she could written in. Thorlai's pink coat. All right. Thorlai's pink coat. Thorlai's pink coat. I didn't make any sort of note about that. Sorry. I wrote that Lorelai calls Rory to complain about no empty tables, I'm assuming, at Luke's. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And Lorelai sits down with Kirk, and he's like, I've got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. And then they start making the jokes. I've got a girlfriend. She's just kidding. I've got a girlfriend. Um, Uh, Oh, I love the whole uh, Lane waking Paris up with the uh the triple espresso and like I'm really I could get you like I, I I'm saying this again again I I can get used to like Paris and Lane interacting. Like that would be, you know yeah some someone new for each of them to bu- to bounce off of those two characters. Yeah. And then and Lane is like the dorm mom. She's like getting them up, fixing their hair, making sure they have coffee. Yeah. She's like taking care of them. Oh I know what it was Lorelai calls Rory because some strange hippie rock and roll woman comes in and is talking to Luke and she doesn't know who she is. And so her and yes. Rory are speculating, is it, is it a new lawyer? Is it a friend of Nicole's? Is it, and then Luke sends her, she can't, she was like, there's, there, uh, 
they're rudely out of range. I can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, oh, I love uh, Paris getting the triple espresso and then goes bouncing up saying, good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's saying all these like movie quotes. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, Rory starts describing uh, Paris's uh, interaction with triple espresso, much like uh, Jack Nicholson and easy, easy, an easy rider, which is something I used to do as well. Um, which is, uh, I don't know if you remember that movie very well, but, um, I don't think I've saw it every single time the character Jack plays, uh, takes like a, a sip of like whiskey. He like, he like takes a sip and he's like, that's good stuff. It's kind of like, I don't know. And yeah, I saw that movie when I was like a teenager. So as soon as I started drinking like any sort of hard liquor, I would do that as well as like a, a young teenager or not a young teenager. I didn't drink that yet, that early, but still. Uh, I remember doing the same thing. <laughs> uh, all right. So Luke is in a foul mood because this hippie chick shows up and then the opening credits happen and I'm in a foul mood because I realized that Chris Agamemnon is uh, in the opening credits. Yeah. I did not know he was there. Yeah. He's been there the whole time, the whole season. <laughs> well, I guess I hit skip intro a lot. <laughs> I let it run like <laughs> once a week and uh, probably organizing notes as it's going on and I'm hum- humming to myself, but uh, yeah. All right. So Jamie calls, and Paris does not have time for him. He's in town. He's got a hotel room. It's his birthday. And Paris is like, you know, I'm exhausted. I've got studying to do. And Rory's small town friend is here. She's uh, going through some drama. She's chasing the dragon. She's bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Uh, uh, I said tentatively. I said tentatively. I said pencil it in. So she is avoiding. Well, he Jane. sounded like such a nice guy last season. Yeah. Because we've got Professor Michael York involved now. All of a sudden, he's just an inconvenience. Poor guy. Uh, he really liked her, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, unsurprisingly, Jason drives like an a hole. Uh, his P- BMW zooming through Stars Hollow, uh, tailgating Luke, of all people. And uh, to Mercedes. Oh, I thought it was a BMW. Um, and also on the phone uh, in his car uh, with Japan, bellowing away. And uh, yeah, this is this is the Jason Goes to Star Solo episode, mm-hmm. uh, which we've all been waiting for. Um, <laughs> Lorelai. Uh, oh, uh, so so he's Lorelai is supposed to give him a t- tour of the town, help him pick out furniture or whatever. Um, but when the uh, subject of going to Luke's or Duke's comes up, Lorelai's like, oh, let's not go there. Like, you hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. But then when Jason sees Duke's, Luke's car, that it's that truck that he tailgated earlier, he does. He wants to go someplace else for coffee. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, the town speed limit, of, uh, by the way, is 12 in Star Solo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Luke notices when they leave. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Rory making up excuses for Paris, and that's where we find out it's his birthday. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Lane's a cold turkey. What's chasing the dragon? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We see Kirk again alone at Luke's, and it's just this point where I go, where's the girlfriend? The girlfriend should be here with Luke or Luke Kirk. Uh, every once in a while because now like the girlfriend is being mentioned but not seen mm-hmm. um so yeah it looks like come and see us yes so Liz, kathleen wilhope is 
Luke's sister. She's yeah. in town for her class reunion, her 20th class reunion. And uh, so they go actress? up. Is that, you mentioned her name. I think so. I think I recognize her okay. from places. I don't know from what. But. She just re- re- reminds me of like Annette Benning. <laughs> mm. Uh yeah, so Liz finds her pot that she hid there years ago. Uh, we also yeah, find out like, this. Oh, go ahead. No, it looks like oh, I can't throw that away. The garbage, the the you know, so and so might see it. And she was like, "Oh, is the garbage man still so and so? He's the one that sold it to me." <laughs> I can't believe that you can buy pot in Stars Hollow. <laughs> uh, also, we find out another disturbing fact: uh, Luke doesn't drink coffee. <laughs> Right. Well, you know, he's healthy. He likes to eat healthy. Yes. And so Liz has a new boyfriend. Oh, let me guess. He's different than the rest. Uh-huh. He's the one, you know, and all the previous ones cleaned out your bank account and robbed, took, took your TV. So nothing and, nothing we, we would ever not expect from this character. Um, it's just his mother. She sells jewelry at a Ren fair, you know, like it's, it's like, and also just complete lack of care about what Jess is up to. Yeah. He's a, he's 19. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then Luke goes into he tells the story about he how he stole the car. He was like, you know, I'm so smart. I thought if I stole the car, he wouldn't have a way to get to Walmart and he would have to go to school. <laughs> and it still didn't work. Yeah. Uh so uh we are oh, we're outside Mrs. Kim and Jason's still on his phone. Uh, yeah, so Lorelai goes in and tells Mrs. Kim, you know, don't worry. Uh, Lane is at Yale with Rory. She's fine. I love that. She yeah. doesn't ask. Mrs. Kim doesn't ask. She just stands there with her back to her and listens. And and, mm-hmm. and that's Lorelai knows it's exactly what she, she needs. Mm-hmm. Just an update. No, you know, like emotional <laughs> talk or anything like that, you know. Uh, so Mom to mom. Of course, they're keeping uh, things secret still from Emily and Richard, so we have this. Uh, oh, yeah. Lorelai comes out. Ah, you get off the phone. And and uh, Jason's like, okay, Emily. Yeah. And Lorelai, like, put the brakes on. And uh, <laughs> and then Emily's on the phone with uh, Lorelai, and the same kind of thing happens. And mm-hmm. we get this like uh, thing about uh, Jason uh, wants them to confess, and he re- references how the Enterprise never had a cloaking device. And mm-hmm. you know, that was the one thing that was wrong with the show or something. Like I don't know what the, the hell he was getting all at. The, but. He was saying that all the captains mentioned that there was a problem with the cloaking device. <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess it's just like the Klingons will eventually reveal themselves. You know, we'll, you know, we'll eventually have to it, it, our, our lives will eventually be seen no matter what. Um, and she says that she'll tell them. And that's where I made the note that we are halfway through the series at this point. I noted the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look halfway through the episode. Uh, Paris is admiring how good Ted Kennedy looks in a suit. Does uh, does she well, have a thing? <laughs> well, but her point was, it's not fair that fat men look good in suits when women gain a couple of pounds and it shows in our clothes. Yeah. Uh, but the point was, she was sitting there lounging around watching C-SPAN when she's telling Jamie that she doesn't have time to see him. Right. Well, today's 60 is what 50 was 20 years ago. And uh, Professor uh, Asher has the body of a tw- uh, 40-year-old. No, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather introduced you. Hot men run in packs. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so 
so Paris calls Jamie and just breaks up with him. You know, uh, Rory said I should do this, and she's she does didn't think anything about it. You know, she just broke up with him. Yeah, and then she says that Rory showed me the light. <laughs> he just completely puts it off on Rory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luke goes to unlock the garage where he hid Jess's car. Well, sorry, where we're supposed to imagine the shed that somehow that car fit into that could not possibly. I mean, unless that thing was, uh, um, you know, uh, a, a shed compact from, car. Yeah, that that car could have possibly fit in there, unless um, you know it was. Uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to make the reference, but I'm, it's not coming to me. You know the. Tardis? The, the, no, no. The, the <laughs> secret house that uh, Harry Potter and uh, all the people went to. That Hogwarts? Down. No, not the one that the secret club that shrunk. Yep. It was like the sixth movie. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, I guess I got to rewatch uh, uh, Harry Potter eventually. So I'll remember all the references I want to make. Uh, so it's gone. So Luke reports it stolen. Yeah. So Paris thinks Asher is going to ask him to go to Oxford with him during the summer, or ask her rather. And uh, he's getting serious. And uh, she fell for his accent. She says, and she is sad that she hurt Jamie, but she says she doesn't know how to do these things. Mm-hmm. She's not nice, and she hopes that Asher doesn't notice that she's not nice. Yeah. Uh, some great, some great writing. Uh, uh, Rory coming home to loud music, and Lorelai uh, is there. Rory says, "I wanted to be a surprise," uh, and she says, "As was your conception." <laughs> I'll just be two minutes. As was your conception. <laughs> that was great. That, uh, that's actually what I, what I was thinking. That was there. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and yeah. then Rory notices there's bread in the house uh. and cheese and a tomato. Weird. Why is there a tomato in the house? Yeah. I got to say, I wasn't quite sure what they were getting at at, at this point. I was like, are they implying that Jason is rubbing off on her because they no, grocery I think, shop a lot? <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think, uh, Lorelai's having money problems. Right, right. No, yeah. I, it's revealed at the end. Yeah. Oh, well, well okay. at least implied at the end, but I didn't quite get it at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. At Friday night dinner, Emily has all these preconceived ideas about Jason. Oh, I bet Jason sleeps in late. <laughs> Lorelai instantly starts defending him. And then she says, you two would be perfect for each other and starts having a long and hearty laugh at the idea of that. Which yeah, stops because, Lorelai in her tracks. Yeah, because <laughs> Lorelai is supposed to tell Emily tonight at Friday night dinner about her and Jason. And she just can't do it because Emily is just on Jason so hard and then laughing about how that would be an, just a crazy idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jess is back. So uh, <laughs> Jess is here uh, back in Stars Hollow uh, in the back of a police car. Of course, that's how he, he, he should make his entrance. <laughs> In the show uh, she, He's back from Wayward Pines To retrieve his property And uh, and then uh, You know I love the He asks uh, Luke why Wasn't Luke arrested for stealing his car And Luke gives the cops free donuts Of course <laughs> And then Jason or Jess, Jason, Jess blames uh, Luke for not taking care of his car Like it's his fault that it broke down Because while Luke had it in his custody, he wasn't taking care of it. 
Um, and of course, now because of this uh, broken down car, he's again stuck in Stars Hollow. <laughs> mm. And uh, and then Luke says, you "Better stay away from her. Don't you? You know? Yep. You've caused all the damage you're gonna do here. <sighs> Love it. Much like yeah. he told uh, Jess's dad, <laughs> stay away from Jess. To he tells now Jess to stay away from Rory. Love it. Mm. Uh, and of course, like immediately." <laughs> Rory spots Jess's car and sees him sleep in the back. And I love that Rory's just like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, Lorelai goes to talk with Luke because it's freezing cold out there. And um, Luke says that Jess is here because he's stupid <laughs> and he's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, and yeah, Luke gets in this great. Uh, discussion just like what a lie all of this is uh families they're just it's just always a mess that you have to just keep cleaning up and he's just sick and tired of helping people that won't help themselves mm-hmm. because liz lied liz said that she hadn't had any contact with jess but immediately went and told jess about the car that right. luke had the car right oh oh this is where oh the movie channels are gone all right and Lorelai's not eating out, and there's no magazines, magazines. no takeout. And are you using a lower watt bulb? <laughs> are we having money problems? And so Rory goes to bed, and Lorelai turns out the turns light. Turns out the light. <laughs> like, save a couple of cents here. And then at the end, Luke goes to the car and says, I'm going to Nicole's to spend the night. You can have the, the apartment. And uh, as soon as Luke pulls off, just immediately, he must have been really cold. He jumped out of the car and went to the apartment. Yeah, yeah. The hidden key is right above the front door to Luke's diner. <laughs> what the hell kind of place is that for a hidden key to a business, and much less an entire building? Not very smart, Luke. And uh, yeah, good. another good up. I like those last two, for sure. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's a little just... Spinning the wheels. Spinning the wheels. Like, let's, we got to argue I mean, about deli- something for a little while. It, yeah, I mean, it's delightful no matter what, but. Yeah. Sometimes just some just... characters I'd rather not spend time with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need to go away and Luke needs to be with Lorelai. I'm not sure who I'm talking about. Uh, uh <laughs> okay. Uh, let me, what is this next episode? Nag Hamaldi is where they found the Gnostic gospel. Is that real? I have no idea. Uh, in the trivia, the title is an explanation of the Nag Hammadi reference that nobody gets. <laughs> the Nag Hammadi Library, also known as the Gnostic Gospels, oh, is a collection of early Christian and Gnostic texts discovered near the upper Egyptian town of Nag Hammadi in 1945. So what's the episode title? <laughs> Nag Hammadi is where they found the Gnostic Gospel. That's the episode title. Yes. Alrighty then. I'm not going to guess. This is going to be another Ted Koppel thing. It's going to be a very little. It's going to be one little cheeky joke that's mean and <laughs> has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. That's episode thirteen. So fourteen is the incredible sinking Lorelai's. Oh, God, there's another movie reference, isn't it? Or a TV the incredible sinking. Well, it could be the incredible shrinking. Oh yeah. Okay. So the first thing that comes up in Google is the incredible sinking Lorelai's. <laughs> the other <laughs> one is the incredible sinking city, and that is a episode of the Shazam cartoon. Okay. Well, probably uh, <laughs> not anything that has to do with uh, uh, Gilmore Girls. So yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Next next episode. Uh, so the incredible sinking Lorelai's. Uh, 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 gosh, I 
they are sinking are they sink they drowning in is Lorelai is finally is drowning in debt how about that there's my guess okay <laughs> all right the next episode is seen in a mall seen in a mall not scenes from a mall mm-hmm. uh okay um so uh i'm assuming uh jess finds work at a mall and uh rory goes there and uh also they're shopping Ooh, gilmore girls in a mall that'd be interesting mm-hmm. okay and then the reigning lorelei the reigning lorelei <laughs> that's awesome uh i wonder will will uh will marion ross uh be back Oh. In one of these Lorelei episodes, uh, I don't know the raining. Huh, I don't know. We'll see. I think the longer Sounds. we the longer we go in uh, podcast length and the stuffier my nose gets, the mm-hmm. uh, least likely I am to actually come up with any good theories. Especially when I get given episode titles like uh, Nag Hamaldi or whatever the hell that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Come back next week for uh, more uh, fun and excitement, and hopefully my nose will be fully clear by then. I, I apologize uh, to everybody. So it's fine. At least you're not coughing. At least you don't have a barking dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, God, if I had just had a beagle that like stared at me the entire podcast, <laughs> that'd be a little off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> poor Cyrus. Oh, poor Cyrus. Poor one out for Cyrus and uh, handsome Dan. By the way, <laughs> I think the only one is uh, the. And, you know, New Dan was the only dog that really had a, you know, at least he's loved and seems to be able to act like a dog. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, till next week. La, la, la. La, 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 la. la, 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 la. la, la, la.